Good morning and thank you for joining us for Matins on this January the 18th, Monday, 2021. Uh, we'll be following the service of Matins. You'll find that on page 219 of the Lutheran Service Book. And our psalm today is Psalm 44, and it's various verses 1 through 3, 9 and 10, 20 to 23, and 26. Psalm 44, 1 to 3, 9 and 10, 20 to 23, and 26. Our office hymn is hymn 724, stanza 1. Hymn 724, stanza 1. If God himself be for me. And today is the uh, Confession of St. Peter Day. We'll hear more about that at the end. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ. Alleluia. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, come, let us worship Him. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise unto him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. The deep places of the earth are in his hand. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hand formed the dry land. <coughs> And bow down, let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hand. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, come, let us worship him. Psalm 44, 1 to 3, 9 and 10, 20 to 23, and 26. told us what deeds you performed in their days in the days of old you with your own hand drove out the nations but them you planted you afflicted the peoples but them you set free For not by their own sword did they win the land, nor did their own arm save them. But your right hand and your arm and the light of your face, for you delighted in them. But you have rejected us and disgraced us, and have not gone out with our armies. You have made us turn back from the foe, and those who hate us have gotten spoiled. If we had forgotten the name of our God, or spread out our hands to a foreign God, would not God discover this? For he knows the secrets of the heart. Yet for your sake we are killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. Awake, why are you sleeping, O Lord? Rouse yourself. Do not reject us forever. Rise up, come to our help. Redeem us for the sake of your steadfast love. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. 
Amen. Our hymn today is hymn 724, If God Himself Before Me, stanza one. If God himself before me, I may a host defy. For when I pray before me, my foes confounded fly. If Christ, my head and master, befriend me from above, what foe or what disaster can be from his love? Our reading is Romans chapter 8, beginning in verse 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to the glory that's to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now, and not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, grown inwardly, as we wait eagerly for the adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own Son but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It's God who justifies. Who's to condemn? 
Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it's written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We're regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Our readings from Martin Luther. From these words, we learn that we do not offer Christ as a sacrifice, but that Christ offers us. And in this way, it is permissible, yes, profitable, to call the Mass a sacrifice, not on its own account, but because we offer ourselves as a sacrifice along with Christ. That is, we lay ourselves on Christ by a firm faith in his testament and do not otherwise appear before God with our prayer, praise, and sacrifice, except through Christ and his mediation. Nor do we doubt that Christ is our priest or minister in heaven before God. Such faith truly brings it to pass that Christ takes up our cause, presents us and our prayer and praise, and also offers himself for us in heaven. If the Mass were so understood, and for this reason called the sacrifice, it would be well, not that we offer the sacrament, but that by our praise, prayer, and sacrifice, we move him and give him occasion to offer himself for us in heaven and ourselves with him. It is as if we were to say, if I were to say, I had brought a king's son to his father as an offering, when I actually had done no more than induce that son to present my need and petition to the king, and made the son my mediator. We sing the Te Deum. We praise you, O God. We acknowledge you to be the Lord. 
All the earth now worships you, the Father everlasting. To you all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To you cherubim and seraphim continually do cry. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of your glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise you. The goodly fellowship of the Prophets praise you. Noble army of martyrs praise you. The holy church throughout all the world does acknowledge you. The father of an infinite majesty, your adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. You are the King of glory, O Christ. You are the everlasting Son of the Father. When you took upon yourself to deliver man, You humbled yourself to be born of a virgin. When you had overcome the sharpness of death, you opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You sit at the right hand of God, in the glory of the Father. We believe that you will come to be our judge. We therefore pray you to help your servants, whom you have redeemed with your precious blood. Make them to be numbered with your saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save your people and bless your heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify you, and we worship your name for ever and ever. Grant, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let your mercy be upon us, as our trust is in you. O Lord, in you have I trusted. 
Let me never be confounded. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come to you. Heavenly Father, you revealed to the Apostle Peter the blessed truth that your Son, Jesus, is the Christ. Strengthen us by the proclamation of this truth that we too may joyfully confess that there is salvation in no one else through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who governs all things in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the prayers of your people and grant us your peace through all our days. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you've safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all of our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Um, Oh, I need to read to you a little paragraph about the Confession of St. Peter. The Confession of St. Peter today. Uh, the Confession of St. Peter did not arise in the imagination of Peter's heart, but was revealed to him by the Father. The reason this confession is important is seen in Jesus' response. You are Peter, Greek Petros, and on this rock, Greek Petra, I will build my church, Matthew 16, 18. As the people of God in the Old Testament began with the person of Abraham, 
the rock from which God's people were hewn, Isaiah 51, 1 and 2. So the people of God in the New Testament would begin with the person of Peter, whose confession is the rock on which Christ would build his church. But Peter was not alone. The keys given to him in Matthew 16, 19 were given to all the disciples in Matthew 18, 18 and John 20, 21 and 23. As St. Paul tells us, Peter and the other apostles take their place with the prophets as the foundation of the church, with Christ himself as the cornerstone, Ephesians 2.20. The confession of Peter, therefore, is the witness of the entire apostolic band and is foundational in the building of Christ's church. Thus, the church gives thanks to God for St. Peter and the other apostles who have instructed Christ's holy church in his divine and saving truth. Thank you for joining us this day, and we ask, we'll see you tomorrow. May God bless your day.